Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the founder and head coach at Straight Shot Training, a remote personal training company with an emphasis on helping people of all fitness levels feel better, move better, and live better with progressive functional strength and conditioning workouts. Recently on social media, I asked for your embarrassing gym stories, and let me tell you, you all did not disappoint us with what you sent in. Along with Straight Shot co-owner Chris and coaches Delaney and Megan, we share your submissions with a bunch of our own personal embarrassing gym stories in today's episode. In addition to you all helping us make one of our funniest episodes to date, I really wanted this to be all about just owning up to the fact that embarrassing stuff happens when you work out, and the best thing to do is just laugh it off and move on. Seriously, most of the time when you do something in the gym that you're thinking, oh my gosh, everyone saw that and is going to remember this forever. I'll be completely honest with you, less people noticed it than you think. They probably don't remember whatever it was that you did. And even if they do, they they probably don't remember who you are. And everyone in the gym is focusing on not embarrassing themselves. So they probably aren't paying as close attention to you as you think. And even if they did see you do it, and even if they laughed at you, who cares, right? Let's just own up to the normal goof-ups that happen while training. Let's laugh about them, and let's get back to focusing on improving ourselves and having fun while we're training. Before we jump into the conversation, I want to remind you to go to our website, straightshottraining.com, and click Join the Email Club so you can get access to our weekly content all in one newsletter with giveaways, deals, and content you can only get if you're part of that email club. While you're on the website, check out our blog with recipes, workouts, and training tips. Visit our shop where you can purchase straight shot gear and read more about the coaches that you'll hear from today. Plus, you can see everything that we have to offer in the way of personal training there. Whether you want to train with us in person or online, we have an option to fit your budget and your needs. If you're not sure which type of training is best for you, please drop me a line via the contact form on the homepage, and I'll get in touch with you right away to see how we can best help you reach your fitness goals. So head over to straightshottraining.com for all of that. Now, please enjoy laughing with us and all of the awesome people who submitted stories for us this week. All right, welcome Chris Delaney. Welcome Megan. Megan, this is your first time on the podcast, so thanks for joining us today. Of course. We, we were talking before that this all started about how it's funny that this is your first episode, but it's also the one where you're going to tell us some uh, some possibly dirty details about embarrassing gym moments. So this is a good way for people to get introduced to you. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> cool. All right, so all of these things that we're going to be talking about today were submissions from people on social media. So either our Facebook group, which is the Straight Shot Strength Club on Facebook, or it was on Instagram, or I had some people who were private messaging me on Facebook and Instagram. So everything we're talking about today, obviously, is stuff that people have shared with us and want us to share. So this is not us at all making fun of anybody. Um, This is us sharing stuff that people wanted to share because we all want to laugh together about this stuff. So um, to kick us off, I wanted to make sure that... uh, we as trainers can kind of kind of get our gym failures out of the way first before we start talking about other people's because we have all done a ton of dumb stuff 
in the gym and out of the gym. Uh, so we don't want people to think that they're alone in this. So I'll get to your alls in a second. I, mean, I know you, each of you have a couple of them or, or one or two here. Uh, my first one actually was getting pinned under a bench press with no spotter at the Shepherd University gym. It was my first time in an actual gym. I had only ever worked out at home before. And I got pinned under a 95 pound bench press, which thinking back is pretty rough. <laughs> uh, and That's I had cl- less I, than my body weight. <laughs> I had clips. Thanks Delaney. I had clips. On, <laughs> I, I had clips on the bar. And so I couldn't dump it off the side. I didn't know if you're lifting by yourself, uh, you shouldn't have clips on the bar. There's nobody else there except for the two uh, ladies who were working the desk at the gym. And they saw me get stuck and I was looking at them. We made eye contact. I don't know why they didn't come over and help me, but uh, (laughs) I sat there with the bar in my chest for a while. And then I rolled it down to my legs and then I sat up with it. And then I just threw it off my legs on the floor. It came crashing down. And then they asked if I was okay. Uh, after all of that, which was weird. So that was my, my first one. And the <laughs> other time that I, that I failed a rep, uh, embarrassingly was I was going for a new squat max. Uh, at the time it was only, it was 385 that I was trying to hit. And I got Zach Tignall from the Y to spot me. And there was a bunch of people there around watching cause we were all working out together and I got stuck at the bottom and Zach, rather than pulling me up, uh, kind of leaned into me. So what ended up happening was we both fell forward. Zach rode me down to the ground. The bar stopped on the safety racks, thankfully. So it didn't pin us both on the floor, but it ended up with a bar on the safety rack, me laying face down and Zach laying on top of me face down uh, in front of everyone at the gym. <laughs> the gym. And, uh, and that was how my squat max for that entire lifting cycle ended. It was demoralizing. <laughs> um, so now some of your stories I did pepper in throughout our notes that we have here. Um, but there, are there any other embarrassing gym moments that you all want to share to kick things off? I was actually, uh, I thought of one today when I was working out and, uh, this was back in college as well. I was taking a yoga class and it was during finals week. So, you know, you're pretty, pretty exhausted. And, uh, and so, you know, it was the end of the yoga class and we were doing the Shavasana and, uh, 10 minutes later, I wake up from it and um, everybody else had packed up and left the class. And I was just like chilling there on my yoga mat, like must've been just completely out. But um, yeah, so that was, I thought about that one today for you guys. That's pretty, it was nice. That's that let, <laughs> it was nice that they let you sleep though. It was, it was, it was nice and peaceful and the room was dark and yeah, must've been. I'm studying a little too much. <laughs> but I feel I feel like someone should have checked on you. I know. I know, right? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Three days later, she's still on the map. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Everybody's just packed up and out and chilling. Just chilling. <laughs> it's, it's a literal corpse pose. Yes. <laughs> Delaney or Chris, any any others other than the the pretty good ones that we have coming up later? I, you know what, I really haven't had any real gym fails uh, of myself. Just you know, maybe like bench presses coming really close to not being able to get the bar up without a spotter, um, or just kind of tripping over equipment. Uh, but I've never really had anything else happen. Okay, Delaney. Um, I mean, I'm a total disaster all the time. So <laughs> I've hit myself in the face with a bar like hundreds of times. 
Oh like, yeah. Full on in the chin, in the face. It's been painful, <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> okay. Besides the other stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the ones that we're going to get into that, that I made notes of are, are pretty good here. Um, yeah. So again, I, I put a request out on social media for all of these that are coming up. And uh, so again, you know, don't think that we're, we're making fun of people here. These are stories that people, you know, gave to us so that we kind of all highlight our lowlights, uh, laugh with each other and recognize that, you know, this stuff happens when you're in the gym. So it's better just to laugh about it and then move on. So it's just ahead of all of this. Thank you, everybody who submitted our stories for us, because we've all been cracking up because we've done a lot of these same things. Um, so Megan, why don't you start us off with Morgan's story? Cause Morgan was actually brave enough to be the first person to share her story with us for the podcast. Perfect. All right. So Morgan says, so I dropped in at CrossFit 301 elite. Well, I picked an awesome day as the workout had double unders box jumps and running in it. It was super fun as I'm very proficient in double unders. So in my thought mind, I thought cake. However, I was about three or four months postpartum after having my first child, and I didn't perform double unders anytime lately. And no one told me that after giving birth, that destroys all your lady parts when it comes to pelvic wall muscles. Sorry, CrossFit 301. I peed all over your floor. Did my best to pass it off as sweat. Don't know if anybody believed me, but I love telling this story now. But as a drop in at a new gym, it was quite embarrassing with my new mom bod from Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and I I console I consoled Morgan to let her know that uh, I because I used to work at CrossFit 301 Elite and male or female she is not the first person to pee on that floor. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I think a lot of us have left some of that on on that floor. Uh, so on the on the topic of bodily fluids, I knew that we were going to get a lot of this next topic. Um, so I thought I would condense it all into one section. Uh, and this is. Um, I mean, it just, it happens in the gym and it's happened to probably all of us. And it will probably happen to us again and other people. And it's just something that bodies do. So uh, this is my friend, Josh uh, from college. He writes, and by the way, Josh is an incredible writer and you'll hear here. Uh, In one of my high school weightlifting classes, it was the day of reckoning squat max day with 225 racked. I step under the bar as a class of 30 plus guys crowded around me. The weight was an easy lift off the rack. I step back, find my proper footing, brace my core as I descend. First rep, flawless. Second rep, prestigious. The third and final rep, a nice deep squat that required a little extra gusto. With thrusters ignited, I bellowed out a flatulent loud enough to echo the halls leading to the cafeteria. A one rep max of 238 was reached that day <laughs> with the help of organic jet propulsion. Majestic yet embarrassing enough moment to make me blush. <laughs> so uh, w- what Josh was explaining was explaining was in, uh, in a lot of times, they, so he said 225 racked. He talked about his one rep max being 238. What they had to do was rep out uh, you know, 225 and then they would project their max off of that. So that's why he kept going for rep after rep. And sure enough, that fart helped him get that last rep here. Uh, but Chris, you have one here, right? Yeah, I'm not sure who this was from, but uh, they say that they uh, let out a risky fart at the bottom of a squat PR. The fart was indeed not a fart. <laughs> so yes, they wanted to be kept anonymous for for that reason. <laughs> I, I don't blame them. <laughs> 
and Megan, Megan, the next, the next one I gave to you because I can't read it out. I can't read it without laughing. So I'll give you the next one. All righty. So this one says, I had started lifting real heavy not long after upping my protein intake significantly. So the gas was bad. I went to the back staircase at the Y to fumigate because no one ever goes up the steps at 6 a.m. Except on this day when some college-aged girls came up at the same time as the trumpets blared, <laughs> echoing through the halls. We all made eye contact. Super awkward. From Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin. I'm not sure if you guys know know what staircase he's talking about. He's talking about the one uh, where yeah. it's all, all, all metal stairs. Like... Like oh, the geez. sound, the sound had to be just, just absolutely <laughs> majestic, as Josh would say. <laughs> uh, Delaney, what's yours here? Um, they said pooped my pants halfway, halfway being the keyword through a five rep max deadlift. <laughs> so that doesn't mean that they poop. I don't think it means that they poop their pants halfway, like half of the way pooping their pants. I think yeah. it means they fully poop their pants halfway through yes. the five rep max. So like rep three, <laughs> rep three, which crossed. Props to them for continuing their second yeah. two reps. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So uh, an, another poop story. I really wanted to have Steve on to tell this one because this was uh, one of the funniest things. Steve Steve comes up from the locker room furious. I mean, he is so angry. He throws his stuff in the office, and he goes, I, I, won't even, I won't use the words that he used, but he said, I can't believe it. <laughs> Someone pooped in the shower. And when I was in the shower, I thought – I didn't have my contacts in. I thought it was a mouse on the floor. So I was trying to kick it to get it to leave. And it was a turd on the floor. And I'm crying. And Steve's getting mad at me for laughing at it, but it was really funny. I'm just picturing like Steve, who's mostly blind without his contacts, kicking this uh, turd in a shower, thinking it was a mouse. But it ended up that it wasn't a a, tur a mouse or a turd. It was actually a wad of paper towels that looked like a, a like a turd. But when the maintenance guys came to clean it up, it was just a wad of paper towels. So, um, but just <laughs> how angry he was at the thought of possibly <laughs> kicking a kicking a turd in a shower. <laughs> All right. So now I, I can probably compose myself through the rest of these. We'll move away from the bathroom humor uh, and we'll get let's get into some equipment fails. So Delaney, you've got our first one here. Um. Yes. This is from Kevin. He said, back in the undergrad rec center, I was using a lat pull-down machine and took out the pin. For whatever reason, the lat pull-down bar came crashing down and knocked me straight on the head. Felt like I had a concussion, had a girl next to me doing tricep extensions or something, asked if I was okay. Dot, dot, dot. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this was Kevin, Kevin B. I will just say... Of all of these embarrassing gym stories, there are four different Kevins. Oh. So the more of the story is if your name is Kevin, be careful in the gym because you're going to end up doing something embarrassing. Um, which every, Just a public service announcement. So you guys know those, um, those lap pull-down handles, the, the ones that have like the neutral grips? Mm -hmm. They make yes. like a big – yeah. Those things are, are so heavy that they're not some some lap pull down machines they're not even supposed to go on because when you pull the pin out it's heavier oh. than the the tear weight mm -hmm. and it drops down like a guillotine so that's mm. what happened that's what happened to kevin was he pulled oh. the pin out I've, I've seen it happen and I've, I've had it happen to me too it just slams you in the head and that thing is awful when it hits you Ooh, sounds painful <laughs> uh so here's another kevin from uh, chris you want to read this one sure yeah, this is a different Kevin. Um, I remember, <laughs> I remember I was unracking my weights off the squat 
rack and took off all the weights from one side and the other side couldn't handle it and obviously fell down. I've seen Johnny do it. <laughs> yes, I like that he included that. And, uh, and this, is, this is tricky too, because most Olympic bars will be fine with like even three plates on one side if you remove everything off the other side. But depending on the squat rack and the type of bar you're using, it's not always the case. So sometimes you can pull the weights off the side and the other side just goes catapulting the opposite direction. Uh, let's see, Megan, we'll hop down to yours here. All righty. So this one is from Kat. I went to a new gym near my home and got a tour. During the tour, I asked about the weighted balls they had and if they could be used for slam balls. I was told yes. I decided to stay and work out that day and did slam balls. Well, tried to do slam balls. The 18-pound ball wasn't for slamming after all, and that sucker bounced back with a vengeance and busted me square in the chin. Thankfully, I still have all of my teeth, and also thankful I was the only one in the room at the time. I can say I've definitely done that as well. So, <laughs> really, <Not alone>. the sl- <laughs> slam ball to the face. Yes. Oh yeah. man, jeez, you got to watch those because some of those ones that are made for like bouncing, like rebounding off a wall, bounce like crazy. They do. They do. <laughs> and an eight, an eighteen pound ball is not a light ball to take to the face like that. No. Jeez. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of getting hit in the, in the chin, uh, Melissa sent me a video this morning. She actually sent me the video for proof where she <laughs> cleans a bar up. She goes to push press it and she doesn't like clip her chin. She hits her chin so hard. It looked like an uppercut punch. Like it threw her head Aww. back and, and props to her. Cause she actually posted the video on Instagram. Um, and I've done the same thing. Delaney, you said you have done the same thing. I've done that so many times. It's Here the worst. Guys, it's so can painful. You, can you see? <laughs> Here? Oh, no. Kind of, the little triangle. Chip? Yeah, yeah. That little triangle missing in my tooth. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Dorito chip sized piece of my tooth yeah. missing. No, that's from a that's from a barbell. Oh, it's yep, so I, painful. I, I have this this because on my bottom row of teeth, I have this one. I call it my shark tooth because it's like shaped like a shark's tooth, and, and that shark tooth chipped my top tooth when they hit together when the Ooh. bar hit it. So no, we we've definitely all been there for that. Um, now I said that we were going to stop talking about poop stories, but I, I didn't want to get away from some poop stories of our own. I can't believe I forgot to throw these in here. Chris and Megan both have a poop story for us. So, uh, Chris, you want to start off with yours? Sure. Actually, actually it involves Megan too. Uh, so <laughs> it was, uh, what was it, about two years ago? I think maybe two, three years ago, uh, Megan and I were doing the, um, cherry blossom 10 miler and we've been doing it for years. And we, uh, I think we had missed a couple, uh, years, um, cause it's a lottery to get into it, but, um, we got back into it, um, and it was, it's always held at the beginning of April. Uh, we go on down there and it was a really cold, cold first weekend in April. And, uh, so you kind of want to wait in the car as much as possible before you warm up to go run the, uh, the race. And the, uh, I think we were parked, you know, it's downtown, uh, Washington, DC. We were parked on constitution Avenue and, uh, they, they have a lot of porta potties, but they're pretty far away. And uh, so it's cold and, you know, I'm freezing and I had to go like, you know, it was like <laughs> probably that pre-race jitters going on. And uh, 
it was crazy, but uh, I didn't feel like uh, running all the way to the uh, the porta potties. And then I got to the point where I I had no choice. I ended up uh, in some federal building uh, on off of Constitution Avenue, crawling underneath some bushes and uh, <laughs> dropping uh, one there. Uh, it was it was really embarrassing, but luckily. <laughs> Luckily, nobody could see me underneath there. I'm sure if there were cameras on there, they saw some crazy guy uh, crawling out of the bushes. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's D.C. There's cameras everywhere. <laughs> I just I can, only Im- I can only imagine the look on your face coming out of that bush, like crawling on all fours out of a bush that you just defecated under. Horrible. <laughs> oh. But how was the race after that, though? It was actually pretty good. I mean, we weren't okay. in really, uh, I don't think we raced it. I think we just uh, had a nice, nice, quick pace, but uh, uh, it, it was, it was cold. It was really cold. <laughs> now, Megan, was yours on a training run or during a race? So mine was on a training run. Um, I think I was home from college on spring break and I had some like nasty case of like bronchitis or something like that. So Went to the doctor and uh, and got some antibiotics and took them that morning. And I was like, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for a nice run. I feel great. And I was about two miles from our house. Like there was no, I was in our neighborhood. Like there was nowhere else to go. And so I hopped into a neighbor's bush and um, I just, I really had to poop. And so hopefully nobody was there. Um, you know, like I say it was middle of the day. So odds are, are pretty good, but yeah, I, that was probably one of the the first times. I'm I'm sure it's happened again. I just couldn't remember. But um, did you ever tell the neighbor? No, no. Oh. Thank you because they were like kind of like still like two miles from us. I didn't know that. Oh, gotcha. But it was okay. in our front yard, and thank goodness it was this was the time before like ring cameras or like oh yeah anything like that. Like this was you know probably a good like ten years ago. So thankfully, okay. nobody had cameras yet. But it was right in the front yard. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was a good time. Every time I ran past that bush afterwards, I just remembered, you know, how I felt That's, that day. Plus, it's, it's, the, the, they're, it's like a rose bush and it's blooming like twice as good as the ones beside it because of the fertilizer. Right, right. <laughs> they can't figure the it out. The bad part is, it was like, because it was early spring, I mean, it was probably around this time, like nothing was really like bloomed yet. So like, Oh, it so it was like no cover bush too. Like, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yep. oh. oh gosh. Jeez. I've never, I've never had that one time while running and I just stopped and walked the rest of the way back. Um, but a, a, a client from the Y at the time pulled up and asked me if I needed a ride. She's like, Johnny, are you okay? Because like she could tell the panic on my face. I said, no, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to walk back to the Y. And then she, she asked me next time I saw her in the gym, she says, what was going on? I was like, I just, I had to poop so bad. She's like, oh, well, anytime you're on a run and you need to, to poop, just there, here's my house, just knock on the door, you can come in. I'm like, I can't think of anything more awkward than being like, oh. hey, this is my this is my turnaround spot. Can I get take a dump before I go back? <laughs> That was so nice of her, though. It was very nice of her, yeah. <laughs> That's so that sweet. Is hilarious. So I had my stories earlier about getting stuck under a bar. Here are some more stories of people who have been in that same situation. Uh, the first one here is another Kevin. And this is this is such an epic story that when I start this story that I already know of, of probably 10 people who were, who were in the gym. 
who heard this, who are going to laugh as soon as I started because they know exactly what I'm talking about. So Kevin says, I was going for a PR on bench press a while back and I got stuck at the bottom. I've been holding my breath and core tight. When I breathed out and pushed up, I let out this high-pitched moan that sounded super sexual and super embarrassing. Pretty much everyone in the free weight section just stared at me. <laughs> and I was with a client at the time. We were both dying. We thought, what is Kevin doing over there on that bench press? <laughs> uh, Chris, you're you're the one that uh, you, that I have here for you to read. This actually happened just the other day to him. Oh, jeez. Uh, so this is from Mosin? Yep, Mosin. Mosin. So Mosin says... Got stuck under the bench press yesterday. Luckily, I had both sides of the bar unclipped, so I just dumped the weight to the side. Definitely had a few heads turned when they heard the plates crashing on the side. <laughs> have you guys ever done that before on a bench press or a squat or anything like that? Dump the plates? I haven't. Not. No, I mean, obviously, you really never want to do it on a squat. You just want to try to throw it off your back if you can <laughs> on a squat if you don't have spotter stands. But, um, this is a great way. If you're benching by yourself, just don't put the clips on, which I know sounds unsafe, but it's actually a lot safer this way. So that way, if the bar gets stuck on your chest, you just lean it to one side and half of the plates fly off the one side. It's just get ready because as soon as those plates slide off the other side, that whole thing is going to catapult you the opposite direction. Sometimes you have to, you just have to let go of the bar at that point, but that's how you can get out of a bench press if you get stuck with it. So it's not pinning you and you have nowhere to go. So don't use clips if you're lifting alone. Megan, we have one here uh, for you to read from Amy. All righty. So she says, yes, I have tripped running on a treadmill, farted while heavy bench pressing with a trainer, and not to mention getting stuck under a bench press bar. We've all and, been there. <laughs> yep. And you know what? And honestly, though, Amy, when she hit, even when she, once she hits a max, at, she is always hungry for more. And so you got to respect the fact that she'll jump under weight that she, you know, is going to try whether she can get it or not. She's going to try as hard as she can. So, you know, as trainers, we never have a problem pulling bars off of people. I've had, you guys ever had clients apologize when they can't get a lift? Uh, I think a few times. A couple times. Yeah. I've, I've had clients like, like get a bench press bar stuck and then apologize for us, for me to have to lift the bar off of them. Like that, like that's literally part of my job. Plus I'm glad that you, you know, lowered it and that you tried. I mean, the effort is, is a big part of this. Delaney, you have a couple of failing stories from the same person right here, right? Let's see. So this is from cinnamon and she said, I tripped over, I tripped over my feet and fell. And another time I tripped over the riser in a class. Then once in another class, I wasn't balanced right for a box jump onto a mat and I fell and sprained my wrist. Good times. Oh, and I spent months wearing the pants I thought were opaque only to discover via mirror in Studio A in a yoga class doing forward fold that they were in fact very, very see-through. <laughs> and that is the worst. Oh, <laughs> see-through pants are the worst. <laughs> They're terrible. <laughs> Well, that's, that's why I don't understand about so many uh, fabrics that they use to make, especially like women's leggings. Why would they, why would you ever want something that is like that see-through? Oh, so this is crazy. Cause I literally saw this yesterday on, or like two days ago on Instagram. Cause one of the like high level weightlifters in the country, she has her own clothing brand and she literally posted about this the other day and it was so interesting. So lots of times like for, for certain fabrics with a print where the base of the print is a lighter color, like it's white or something. Um, when the fabric stretches, 
the color print that's on top, like it stretches it so much that it exposes like the more like neutral color fabric underneath. So it actually looks like it's see-through, but it may not be see-through. It was the most oh. interesting thing I'd ever learned. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> that's interesting. Okay, that makes more sense then. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay. that's wild. But then there are some that are just really thin. So then when they stretch, they just, you just you see, see skin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so speaking of, of wardrobe malfunctions, Chris, you've got one that Rick submitted. Yeah, so Rick says, uh, forgot my pants. Pants to change into after work, that is. But I didn't notice until after my 6 to 7.30 a.m. morning workout and shower. Expected them to be where they always were on the combo hanger under my suit coat, but no. They had fallen off in the driveway at home. Two-hour commute from the gym near work. Had a big 9.30 a.m. meeting. Ended up stalking a target in a dress shirt, tie, jacket, and sweaty gym shorts to get a pair of chinos as soon as they opened. Raced to the meeting. Made it just in time. (laughs) There's, there is so much suspense to that story that the, the, and the fact that he made his meeting on time, but I just like to picture Rick walking through a target wearing like everything dressy, except for these like soaking wet gym shorts, (laughs) 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 but he made it to his meeting on time. That's what's important here. Uh, Megan, Megan just had to jump. We've totally forgot to say happy birthday to, uh, to Beckett. Oh yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Megan's son and uh, Chris's grandson turned one today. So Megan had to leave to go uh, to make birthday dinner there. So we enjoyed having Megan on while she was here. All right. So Chris, we get to your towel story now, because this is kind of similar to Rick's story. Oh, this was, this was bad. Um, So this was, I want to say it's, it's, it was a long time ago. Um, When I first kind of started working out, uh, it was, uh, it was a gym close by uh, down in Rockville that uh, where I was working at the time. And uh, the, I went to take a shower. I was working out at lunch and it was just, uh, the showers didn't have individual stalls. It was just like a big open room with showers along the, uh, uh, the walls. Uh, but there was a half wall in the middle uh, splitting up the room and where you could hang your towel. So I go in there, take my stuff, I shower and uh, turn around to grab my towel and it was gone. I'm like, how did this happen? I just put it right here. And uh, so I started walking around, uh, dripping wet, uh, going back into the locker area, trying to find my towel. And I found uh, an older gentleman, had my towel and he had just finished using it. And uh, (laughs) So I, I said, hey, that's my towel. And he's like, oh, Oh, that kind of looks like my towel. I said, no, no, it's definitely my towel. And he proceeded to hand me back a, you know, a damp towel. Um, And then he found his, um, looked like it was just crumpled up in his bags. And he said, well, you can use mine. And I'm like, "Uh, no, thank you. (laughs) So I had to wait until I drip dried until I could uh, put my clothes back on and go back to work. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the, worst, the worst part is is walking through a locker room dripping wet and naked, asking people yeah. if they have your towel. <laughs> gosh, it I was, just it was, I, it was bad. But you know, I got so used to those those communal showers uh back where I used to work that um 
I would just, I mean, it's just, you're there in a room showering with people. But the weird part is whenever, like, sometimes the maintenance guys would be working on something and I would be taking a shower and they would come in and start working on one of the shower heads, like five shower heads down. But then they start talking to me. And I remembered, I was just having a casual conversation with these guys fixing this, uh, this shower head. And before I knew it, I realized, wait a minute. I'm the only naked person here, and there are six of us. <laughs> this is this is a little weird. <laughs> so the story I have, I have two stories here now about stink bombs, and one of them does involve the shower. Uh, I was taking a shower once, and somebody had taken one of those stink bombs, the little capsules that you break, and they dumped it into the soap dispenser. So I'm taking a shower, and I start using the soap, and it smells like rotten eggs. It smells horrible. And I'm like, I'm not sure if something's wrong with my nose or I, this stuff smells like poop. What am I bathing with? And so I had to get out of that shower and go down the hall to, to another one and use the soap there. Um, and luckily there was a, a cleaning person in there at the time. I asked them to check it out and they almost vomited when they smelled the, uh, the stall that I was in with that stink bomb uh, stuff. So somebody played a great joke on all of us Aww. by smashing a stink bomb into one of those soap dispensers. Uh, but the other stink bomb was Ian Rhodes at the Y. He had just started working there. And for some reason, he thought as a new employee, it would be great to set off a stink bomb underneath a treadmill in a crowded gym. So he, oh, he took one of those things and broke it. It was like a little capsule, broke it under a treadmill and walked away. And before long, we noticed that it cleared the entire cardio section away because it smelled <laughs> so bad. And he's like... At first he's laughing, but then he gets like really concerned. He comes into my office and I'm like, dude, it smells so bad in here. What is happening? And he goes, oh man, I, I set up a stink bomb. Like, wait a minute. I, first of all, you've been working here like three weeks. <laughs> I'm glad you're comfortable with the, uh, the, the staff, but why would you do that? It smelled horrible. But He didn't get fired? No, no, <laughs> maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe looking back, I was a, I was a young director or, or assistant director at the time. Uh, maybe I should have thought more about that. <laughs> now, speaking of smells, Delaney, you have a, a pretty funny one about uh, smells. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so there, it, it, well, this isn't in a gym, so I don't really know if this counts. Um, oh, I thought this was at a weightlifting meet. It was at a meet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't okay. lifting. I was just there supporting my friends. So I was like there to just like cheer them on. Um, and it was in Baltimore and it was like one of the bigger meets of, it was probably the biggest meet in the area for the year. Um, and one of the women that's on like the team that's on team USA. So she lifts at like all the international meets and she's like a big name. If you're involved in the sport, she was there as like, um, like just to like do a showcase and to like meet and greet with people and we got there at like 6 a.m. Like we got there like really early. Um, and but on the way there, because I rode with friends, we stopped at a Royal Farms and got fried chicken because like Royal Farms is amazing. We all know this. And <laughs> um, but we I had a lot, I, I think. I think <laughs> I can't remember exactly how much I had. But anyway, I was really nervous to meet her because I get really nervous when I'm meeting people that I like look up to. Like I was sweating and like one of my friends, I was like, can you please take my picture um, with her? And she, you could tell she wasn't fully awake either. So I like went up to her and like asked for a picture. And she was like, oh, yeah, of course. And she was like, oh, by the way, I'm so sorry if I smell like coffee. And like without giving her any context, I was like, well, that's okay. I smell like chicken. 
And my friend was like shaking, trying to take the picture because he was like laughing so hard. So it kind of came out like a little bit blurry. And like her and I, we just like, nobody said anything after that. We just like took the picture. And then I was just like, thanks. And like ran away. And it was so embarrassing. And they still talk about it to this day. Like I I haven't lived it down. (laughs) I smell like chicken. (laughs) It was so uncomfortable. I was like, well, that wasn't a good impression, but it's fine. No. But you know, Delaney, you ha- you have a habit of saying awkward things, and all the time. And this 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 last one that we have here in our notes happened. It was in the middle. I think it was in the middle of one of my personal training sessions, and you had just come into work or something. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was about to warm up one of my clients. <laughs> were you with one of your clients? I was. So it was two yes, clients. That that's right. You were with a client, and I was with a client. And Chris, at the time I was, this was when I was trying to get up to 200 pounds. And so I was like eating nonstop and any compliments <laughs> that anyone ever gave me about me gaining weight was helpful just to keep me going. Cause I was having so much trouble hitting that weight. So Delaney being a good friend thought that she would encourage me. So uh, <laughs> she, I guess this is the first time she'd seen me that day. And she goes, Hey Johnny, what's up? You're looking meaty today. <laughs> and with, but of course the the clients had no context. They they probably they maybe knew I was gaining weight, but they definitely didn't know that that was encouraging to hear or what telling someone <laughs> they're looking meaty. <laughs> oh, that's a compliment. But I remember my clients looking at me and your client looking at you, wondering what the heck was happening. And uh, then, then my client after after we said that, I was like, thanks. And then Delaney walks away. And my client looks at me, and they're going to go. Meaty is that is a is that a good thing to be meaty? I said, well, for me because I'm trying to gain weight, it was a compliment. They said, oh, okay. And then like later, like another time they saw me, they were like, hey, you're looking meaty. Said, oh, yes, geez. yes. So that was nice. <laughs> Always uh, happy to help. <laughs> your awkwardness is contagious. Oh, I've got one more that I know is true for Delaney, but I was I oh. just finished a really difficult work. Do you know which one I'm talking about, Delaney? I don't, not yet. <laughs> and, and yours involves a chocolate protein shake and a dumpster. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so mine was, I just done a really hard workout. And for some reason I thought I could just chug my protein shake right before my session and start training this 13 year old kid. So I start training him. I realized I don't feel great. And then like five minutes into his warm up, I realized, I need to throw up like now. So mm-hmm. I ran past the desk. Were, were you working at the time or was it somebody else? I don't think I was there. Okay. But it was I knew, somebody, I, like, it was, I, yeah. It was somebody else. And I said, hey, can you help him with his warm up? I need to go throw up. And I walked into the office, threw up in a trash can, tied the bag shut, walked out, got a drink of water, and finished the session. And it was oh. literally, it was, <laughs> is, all of this happened in less than 60 seconds. And uh, I came back and the person goes, I thought you really had to throw up. I said, yeah, I just did. It's in the office. <laughs> don't, don't do anything with that bag. I'll throw it out later. But Delaney, you, you have a good vomiting story after some cardio. I do, but I honestly barely even remember the context leading up to it. Like, I don't, don't think don't I remember worry. enough I to remember, tell the story. <laughs> no. Do you want me to tell it for you? Because I remember it. Yeah, yeah, because that was like what was, three years ago? It was four three, years ago. It was four years ago. You it was a long time it, ago. It was you, Gabe Fairfax, and somebody else. And you they got you somehow, they convinced oh. you to do sled sprints. So they had the sled outside <laughs> with 45 pound plates, and you were keeping up with the dudes pulling this sled through the parking lot in the midsummer heat. And but for some reason you decided to drink a chocolate protein shake before doing sled sprints. Yes. And I just remember uh, you, yeah. you, 
you threw up on the side of a Goodwill donation dumpster. <laughs> that is right. That is, it was the corner, like the one patch of grass that the Y has by like the Goodwill dumpster. And like, I think it was like just out of angle from the cameras. Cause I remember we tried to look for it. Um, yeah. It was, we couldn't see you on the camera. It was, it was gross. It was, <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. Wow. Oh, and what, one more. This is a story involving a Kevin. This is one of the Kevins from earlier. Um, we had to return the gigantic tire that we used for flipping back to, our, to the, the gym because it was up in a different parking lot. So Kevin and I decided we're going to take a shortcut and we're just going to roll this 375-pound tire down this hill because we we're like, we'll just stop it at the bottom so it doesn't hit any cars. <laughs> so we sent it down this hill and this thing is barreling down this hill, rolling, bouncing. <laughs> we're sprinting after it. And you can't hear it on the, uh, on the security camera, but I'm screaming Kevin, like the mom from Home Alone and screaming Kevin running after this thing. And we're pushing it, trying to knock it away from cars. And we got it in between cars, got it to roll up onto a curb into the grass. And we thought, thank goodness no one saw us. We come into work. The next week, and the facilities director comes up to us and goes, what did you all do with that tire? I saw it on the security camera. You guys almost took out two cars. <laughs> so luckily, we got in a little bit of trouble. We were all right because obviously nothing was uh, was damaged, but it was a close call. That thing would have messed up. I mean, it would have been like a monster truck tire going over a, a Hyundai Sonata oh. in a parking lot. <laughs> You're so lucky it didn't hit them. Yeah. All right. Well, if you all don't have any more stories, I'm sure we'll, we'll probably think of some more. Anybody who's listening to this, if you've got some good ones uh, on the uh, the social media promos for this, definitely put them in the comments. We'd love to hear some more of them. But thank you to Megan for joining us earlier. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Delaney, for hopping in and, and being honest with us today. You're welcome. Awesome. It thank was you. fun. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel like everybody has gotten to know us a little bit better today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> all right. Cool. Have a good night, guys. All right, take care. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe to the show to get notifications of our next episode and leave me a rating on whatever platform you're currently listening to this on if you could take a second to do so. Make sure you share this episode with your friends so that we can all get past the embarrassing stuff by just laughing about it and recognizing that this stuff just happens and at least we get some good stories out of these moments, right? Uh, if you'd like to follow us on social media, our handle is at Straight Shot Training and don't forget to head over to straightshottraining.com and join our email club. Thanks again and have a great week, everybody.